This here is Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game Podcast. And when I'm not playing my banjo in space, I like to listen to the SNES Podcast with your hosts, Greg and George. You sure do have a pretty mouth. Gents and ladies, welcome to Super NES Podcast, episode number 87. Uh, I am Greg. I join my uh, one of your co-hosts, joined by my other co-host, George. I am not a toad. I am not a dragon, so what does that tell you? Uh, are you are you a double battle? Or a battle double? I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to get out of this. What no, am I doing here? Treat, so. <laughs> what am I doing here, Greg? Uh, we are here uh, beating up like being a bad guy is one of the most curious crossovers to ever grace a gaming system. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah I, I have no idea why this is a game, but it is totally a game. Yeah, so uh, what game What game did you pick uh, for us to cover this time, George? Uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon. Uh, awesome. What is the subtitle? It's like the ultimate team or something like that. Uh, the Ultimate Team. Yep, you got it. Wow. All right. So, this is a game that was developed by Rare and published by Trade West and Sony ImageSoft, depending on the system, uh, for the Super NES and other various systems in 1993. So, um, we were talking about this with, like off mic. Uh, this and the Robocop vs. Terminator game are probably the most curious crossovers I can think of with life. I feel like that makes more sense, though. The <sighs> yeah, Robocop Terminator thing? That, that makes so much more sense than than this like who would have thought of pairing up Battletoads and Double Dragon well uh there's there's a little bit of confusion online when you're doing research the research on this exactly how the crossover got started in the first place because it's like um uh because they uh uh because uh because they uh, because like typically like uh, Alien vs Predator, um, the, the uh, these franchises are these franchises were held by different companies. Uh, Devil Dragon was originally a Technos Japan uh, uh, creation, yes. Uh, whereas Battletoads was done by Rare. Um, 
which is, new, uh, which is an English-based company. So, uh, how these two got together, I couldn't really find anything concrete about that. There's a lot of like you know speculation and whatnot. I think somebody, the most popularly accepted, the most popularly accepted explanation is the fact that somebody realized how similar the two franchises were, and they're like, "Hey, this would be funny if they get meshed together." But I honestly want to interview somebody who has worked on this game in a <laughs> high enough position so they can give us some information. That would be awesome because this is so curious like this is so interesting it's just where did this come from it's like it came out of thin air it wasn't even something that they talked up about right it just came out of nowhere well yeah and like you know um um you know and it wasn't you know you know what you know, it wasn't really expected. It wasn't really expected. Like expected to be a big hit because, like you know, um, uh, because the rare. Uh, um, most people, most people listening will know uh, something about something about rare. Um, in these days, late eighties, early nineties, rare was a very prolific uh, developer of games that developed very of games that Nintendo published. Uh, a lot of the great NES games were developed by Rare. Uh, yep. Rare also handled Rare also handled like a lot of ports. Um, you know, for example, for example, Microprose's uh, Pirates and, and Sound Service were both were both like converted to NES like by Rare, um, uh, and, and published by uh, and published by Konami Ultra. But so um, and Rare and Rare is the one who had worked in the previous Battletoad games as uh, Battletoad games as well. Uh, Technos did not really have too much of a presence in the new presence by, uh, by comparison in the U.S. at this time. Um, they had other games, but they hadn't published anything directly. Dr- to direct it themselves, so I think that so I, like so like the story goes that Rare approached Technos about trying to like about like trying to license the Double Dragon uh, uh, characters uh, for use like use for use in a Battletoads game, and, and we're going to get into the podcast the podcast goes on. But I think this game this game feels feels like this game feels to be more like a Battletoads game than a Double Dragon game because of that. I think uh, because of the fact that I think that about you know Rare Rare did most of the like, you know, Rare did all the work on this game. The only thing, the only involvement Technos had was just like, you know, licensing over Double Dragon characters. So, um, but yeah, they didn't expect this to be a big game because this game, because this game originally came out, I uh, came out on the NES. Um, it got published for the NES in June, in June 1993 in North America and uh, Europe later on that year. And 1993 was like the swan song year for the NES. Uh, there were still good games coming out of the system at, at the system at that time, but about the 16 bits in like full force uh, by 1993. Uh, they're kind of few and far between, and so, so yeah, I don't think so. I like so yeah, I don't think Rare expected the game to do very much, but the game reviewed very very well. So Rare decided to expand the game and release it on, uh, um, um, release it and, and release it on other systems as well. And besides Super NES, it also came out on the it also came out on Genesis, Genesis, um, and on the Game Boy. Uh, with Super NES version of this game coming out, uh, coming in North America in December December '93 in Europe in July '94. Um, Rare, as I said, developed the game. Trade West was a company that was responsible for, for, for Trade West. For, for Trade West, the company that was coming was coming that was responsible for publishing um, most Battletoads Double Dragon games during this time period. Um, but the uh, and they handled the original NES version. But the Super NES version of the game was, was published by Sony ImageSoft. Uh, Sony had a Sony had a software ha- uh, had a software company spinoff during this time called Sony ImageSoft, which published a bunch of uh, um, uh, video games for uh, video games like for various platforms. So, um, so we're not gonna 
So we're not going to talk about too much in depth about the Double Dragon or about Ho franchises. Uh, if you want to know more about that, there are other podcasts out there that have covered these. Uh, um, um, you have covered these genres uh, in mass. For example, I know that I know that they. Um, um, you know, I know that your friends and I, uh, the Super Podcast Brothers, uh, did an episode earlier, in the, earlier this year looking at the history of the Double Dragon games. So, you know, I definitely yes. recommend, I definitely recommend uh, that 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 podcast to learn more about that. Suffice to I say, recommend just, that podcast just for hilarity. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, we should probably put the the, the explicit tag on that. But mm-hmm. uh, other than that, it, <laughs> my podcast is amazing. So they give a real quick cliff note version about these franchises. Uh, Double they Dragon are toads. Said, they like to battle. They yes. are dragons. They <laughs> like to double. Wait, that doesn't make sense. They are double, and they are dragons. <laughs> they like to battle, and and they're toads. <laughs> All right, I think yeah, we double, got it. <laughs> double Dragon was originally an arcade game from 1987 uh, by Techno Japan and Trade was uh, Trade was uh, said. Uh, credit often credit often like being the first the first popular beat 'em up game. Uh, it was very. Uh, um, it was a very, very popular game like when it came out. Uh, spawned numerous sequels uh, before it got bastardized, unfortunately, in the form of Double Dragon 5 for some of the advanced systems after this game. Like, poor franchise, but... Um, Battletoads, by comparison, was a more recent invention created in the early 90s to, to, to compete uh, slash to feed out the popularity of, of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, because it, 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 it was basically just like, you know, Replace the four turtles like three toads. You pretty much had the franchise, but uh, um, the NES game is notorious for being one of the most difficult and uh, um, frustrating NES games. Sorry, video games. Period of all time. Uh, but the arcade game is very, very good. Um, um, have you ever played the arcade game, George? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I highly recommend that game. I guess play it. The arcade game is very, very good. Um, uh, compared to the compared to the NES game, it's a very fair, balanced game. Is the, wait the arcade version is fair and balanced, or the NES yeah. version? Okay. Yes, the arcade version. Okay, that makes sense. Right. So um, I guess I don't know. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Wouldn't it be unfair because they want your quarters? Well, it's well. When I say fair and balanced, I mean like you know, it's fair and balanced on, on par of other uh, uh, like arcade beat 'em up games. It's oh, okay. not, and it, it doesn't have the, and it doesn't have the mind, the mind frustratingly numbly split second uh, dodgy button pushing collision detection issues that the NES game has. I swear, I was when we're covering this game. I swear, uh, I was looking for a a place to put my quarters in for this game <laughs> because holy crap. Well, you know, any kind of like you know, um, uh, beat 'em up game for a console is going to have that arcade feel to it. Um, you arcade know, like, feel. Do, it was. Yeah. I, this game was brutal. Uh, it's a tough game. Um, you know, I don't think you know, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think it's a, you know, I don't think it's the toughest beat 'em up game I've played, but um, it, you know, but it certainly is up there. So, but uh, we'll um, get into that in a second. What I mean yes. by it's brutal. Right. You'll you'll so, see what I mean. 
Yeah. So, um, the, the, the Super NES version of the game is really just it's, uh, uh, it's really just a graphically enhanced version of the original NES game. Uh, they really didn't add too much else uh, to the game uh, beyond that. Yes. Um, uh, David Wise, however, who was a very well-known game uh, um, you know, game composer of this time period, like from Rare, he scored numerous like rare video games, uh, handled the soundtrack like this game, and it shows. Uh, this is a good soundtrack. Um, so, um, but uh, and uh, the Game Boy version is the only version of the game that does not support multiplayer. Oh, um, I didn't know there was a Game Boy version. Yeah, the Game Boy version looks pretty good. Hmm. I remember, uh, um, you know, I've never played it, but I looked at some video of it online, and you know, because everything again, again, taking to, again, taking into account the limitations of the Game Boy, it, you know, it looks, you know, it looks like pretty good. Um, it doesn't. Uh, it's the only version of the game that doesn't support, uh, um, it doesn't support multiplayer; it's single player only. Um, you know, like, but um, and uh, this is also the first Battletoads game uh, tribute note that actually has all three, uh, uh, all three Toads playable characters. You know, none of the other like games did that. Right, because the Battletoads game on uh, NES, you had to go save one of them. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, um, and so um, you have a uh, so, so, so like those three. You also have you also have the two main characters uh, like in the Double Dragon series, like Billy and Jimmy Lee, and there's also like you know, numerous boss characters like both franchises present in this game as well. Um, you know, you have a uh, Shadow Boss and Adobo, for example, from Double Dragon. Yeah. Um, you know, and you also have the. Uh, I know it's the Dark Queen from Battletoads, uh, present this as well. I'm looking at Game Boy playthrough for this game. Mm-hmm. It is very accurate to it what's is, on yeah. the SNES. That's crazy. Like I said, Rare really knew what they were doing as far as the conversions went, because they were a master of it uh, by this point. So, um, yeah. So, um, uh, so like I said, I've never... Yes, like I said, I've never... You know, like I said, I've never played it, but, but, but it looks very playable. Yeah, that's crazy. This is very interesting because it it's almost like one to one. Yeah, yeah. Just the just the just just necessary like downgrade, uh, downgrade to require the you know the graphics, the graphics, and music, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right, but um. So um, so tell us why you picked this game, George. Like, you have history with this game. I do have history with this game. Um, this was a game that I would go to a friend's house and we would play I think this was like the only SNES game we would play but uh, some or no that and uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors were two Mm. games that we'd go and play but uh, when I was hanging out at his house uh, sometimes we would play SNES games and I'd be like well we gotta play this game and um, uh, we never really got that far we got to like the rat boss and I think we might have passed him once or twice but like after that, it's just whew, really tough. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was going to mention this, like, I mean, later on, the later on the podcast. But this seems like it'd be. A, so this seems like, uh, I mean, this seems like a good place to you know, a good place to mention it. Um, the the two player mode in this game is very curious because rare just being very different with this game compared to many other uh, quote unquote traditional two player games uh, of like this time period. Um, where games like Contra, for example, like a strong player can tell a weak player along to advance levels to kind of make up for the, uh, you know, the player's like you know, weaknesses. Um, in this game, it's like this game is the opposite. Uh, a weak player, uh, a weak player, a weak player in Battletoads, a weak player in Battletoads that would drag and will get the strong player back. Uh, one of the main one of the main ways that this manifests itself um, is that one player continues, both players have to start over. 
at sort of like getting that level. Yeah, it's the same things. Same thing that they do with Battle Toads. It's yeah, it's very odd. It's um, not a good decision, I think. It's one of the weak spots of this game. Uh, because, like, you know, because, yeah, Contra, Contra, just use Contra get it, for example. That's great how that does it. I mean, like, you know, one player's drops Yeah, but you can area. also steal lives from the exactly, other player, right. and that's kind of yeah. messed up. <laughs> well, I'm, well, well, it's also good because it's like, you know, for example, it's like one player's having a problem with a boss, and they lose all their lives on it. The other player could just, like, finish the boss. For the, for like, the next stage charge, you can just, like, t- uh, borrow life, uh, I mean, life from your friend, and, like, get back in the game again. So, so. here's the thing about this game, though. The AI AI is actually kind of dumb. Um, if you have two players, a, a good amount of the time you could actually kind of like cheese it. Like you can sometimes trick the AI, or you could just mm-hmm. totally cheese it. Uh, I like even playing it by myself. I actually found a few ways to to kind of cheese the AI. It's very strange. Right. Um, this game plays a little weird. <laughs> um, I don't know if you notice this, but. If you land a hit on somebody and you just hold the button, you will just constantly attack until they get knocked out or knocked back or you get hit. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is very odd for a beat em yeah, up. Yeah, I, I know that for sure. So. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, uh, no, this is my first time playing this game. Uh, I knew this game oh, was okay. out there, but, you know, I missed it for... I don't know why I never checked it out, because I'm a huge fan of the Double Dragon franchise. And, you know, um, you know about Toads, I like... I like fine. Uh, I, you know, you, you, um, the games. You know, the games are the games are the games are okay to me. So honestly, I think my I think the Battletoads arcade games are way better than any of the stuff. But like mm. this game's good. And Battletoads is cool. I I don't. I'm not crazy about it. It's right. it's just way too difficult for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this game is a very typical beat-em-up game in many ways compared to many other uh, beat-em-up games like the time period. Uh, uh, seven stages. Um, you, I mean, there's boss, uh, boss fight. You the boss fight. You the boss fight. Uh, the boss fight. You know, the end of every stage. Uh, typical, uh, typical length for a beat 'em up. Uh, for for beat 'em up, uh, around around 45 minutes uh, to finish, uh, give or take a, few, a little bit. Uh, speed run in this game, uh, I found online uh, was 29 minutes. So, um, you know, like, 45 minutes is about the sweet spot for, like, beat-em-ups, I think. Like, you know, TMT 4, um, you know, Double Dragon 4, most of the beat-em-ups, the, the, the beat-em-ups are out of the, uh, 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 like, out of the about this, like, length, um, uh, flavor playing through them, so it's a good length, I okay, think. Okay, so, that's, that's the problem. The bosses, the bosses are a problem, because they are very They're tough. Brutal. Yeah, they yeah, they are tough. <laughs> they I think they they like deplete all your health in like a couple of hits or like three hits or something like that, right? And also yeah. they get they get you like into I want to say it's it's kind of like a stun lock type of like thing where they'll like they'll punch you and then you like fly back and then by the time you get up they punch you again and it's like listen buddy, like this isn't fair. Um and it's just brutal on top of uh that first boss fight like a bobo like if you have two two if you had two players you could easily beat him but playing it by yourself is very difficult because he always gets right up in your face and hits you and you go flying and then by the time you get up he hits you again so you really need to get i feel like it's more about luck and not like skill for this one because you just need to be lucky that like like he missed you and now you get a hidden, um, and that's not a good sign of a, a boss battle when it does something. Like 
it's alright for a boss battle to be hard, but when it's just being very cheap to you and just depleting your life, mm. it's pretty unfair. Um, the, the, like, I lost multiple lives just being juggled, basically, by him, and uh, he takes so many punches, and, and, and when I was fighting him, I didn't realize that you can do the whole jump kick thing, or you could, um... Or you could duck down and hit the attack button and do like a jumping kick from there. Um, so that made it harder on myself. But knowing that would make it a little bit easier and actually made like knowing that information actually makes a lot of the game easier because there are points where you could actually just jump kick and a lot of So this is very interesting. Like the difficulty does not come from like the AI or anything, but it's like how cheap the AI can be. <laughs> um, and how cheap the, the level design can be because the AI, like I said before, is actually kind of dumb. I've actually had multiple times where the AI would actually go up to another uh, enemy and just beat up the enemy out of nowhere because I was on like another level and they were trying to hit me. Although, I, and but, but I was above them and they didn't know that. So they just punched the other enemy and beat them up. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm standing here. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? Um, and uh, the the AI is just so when you get when you get um, like ambushed by the lower enemies, uh, which which really interesting. A lot like most of the levels, the the enemy is like the same. There's no, there's hardly any variety within the same level, which is very odd um i guess that might be more of an nes thing that they carried over and they didn't really change the game maybe i'm not a hundred percent on that but yeah they yeah yeah like i said they really didn't change too much about this game yeah. except it's like you know give it like the graphical give it the graphical like a musical upgrade but when you get ambushed by these lower enemies um like honestly they're very easy to take out because you just take it you just do your combo and you get them and then you you move on to the next one it it just i don't know it feels weird to me but then on top of that you have uh those robot enemies that shoot mm -hmm. and that's a little unfair because you get stuck doing that knee combo to it and if you get shot you have to redo it and if you're playing by yourself like you can get stuck in a loop where like you're trying to defeat them but the other one's behind you shooting you while you're trying to break one of them. And that that can be annoying and even difficult. So I... Ugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, some of the AI does the whole thing where, like, if you're laying down, they'll attack you right as you get up. So, you know, you kind of got to try to do a jump kick or something. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like this whole game in general is difficult because of the cheapness. And not because of actual like AI or or anything. I don't know if you have the same feelings of uh, as I do. Um, I can, yeah, I can agree with most of what you said. I didn't think. Uh, I mean, I didn't find this game to be quite as cheap as you did, but I do agree. There's, uh, I do agree that, but, but I do agree that compared to most of the beat 'em ups of this time period, uh, this game does have more 
more cheapness per se to it than um, because you know um, a well balanced beat 'em up. You're supposed to be able to do like you know different moves and, and combos and whatnot. Whereas you're saying before, jump kick is very very effective in this game across both m- m- a lot of enemies and a lot of bosses. Like you know, it's like what's the point of having all these different characters and different moves if the game emphasizes like jump kicks so much? But so I think that's one area where it's game kind of hurting. Um, I do appreciate like all like the um, you know the humor and small touches small touches that this game has. Um, there are some things I think this game does like very like neat. Uh, I just don't think those things are like exploited like the full ability. Uh, for example, yeah, the, yeah, you maybe pick between five different characters, but the five different characters don't play differently. They're all just pretty much like you know carbon copies of one another, just like different skins. So it's like, you know, whereas, like, you know, for example, like, TMT4, which would be a game Super NES that I love, the turtles, the turtles have different, like, have different uh, strengths, weaknesses. Wait, so the characters in this game don't play differently? No, it really doesn't look like it. Because, like, you know, yeah, so, but, so that's a missed opportunity. Um, It is, because, honestly, the game, those games play differently, too. Yes, very differently. It's interesting how they just feel the same in this game. It, It would be really cool to see them like have their own takes on the characters because like you know Battletoads have that whole thing where their like limbs enlarge them when they're like doing like a co- when they're finishing up a combo. Yeah, I'm gonna say that you do see the characters, the characters' unique moves and touches in this game, but they, re- I mean, but they don't really like do anything different with that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, they really don't. I mean, they're just there for like you know graphical effect and like you know and, and like you know like you know the small touches. Um, and the weapons I was also disappointed with in this game also because like you oh, know trademark barely tra- any. I know trademark or trademark of the Double Dragon game. They're, they're, they're games like all the great weapons you could take up and use. Yes. Yeah. And in this game, there's like, I mean, what there is is cool. For example, for example, stage two, I loved getting that. What was it that stick and like using that to, and using that ability to like you know hop an enemy and use a pogo stick to like bash him to the ground. Yeah. So my uh, favorite part of that too was like level two was that level where you could actually see under the floor and you yes, see the guy just yeah. fall through it and it's like this is a great <laughs> little touch. You know, it's it's. Uh, it's not as, it's not as grandiose as the whole yeah. like mode seven throw right, throw yeah. an enemy into the screen type thing that uh, TMNT did. Right. But like that's still pretty cool because it's like there's a little bit of that present present this game also. Like for example, like you know like kind a, a, of a, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, like you know, like um, you know, like being the bosses, for example. Many of the bosses, bosses when they die, you toss them the screen. Uh, but that but that effect is not as grandiose this game as it is like in TMNT four. No. Uh, but um, I do love. Oh, I do like how the characters like how the characters. I do. I do like how the characters like how the characters like react to bosses, though. That's a that's a great touch. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a Battletoads thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is very nice. It it, it kind of adds more. Yeah. I don't want to say atmosphere. It makes me. It just makes me feel weird when I say that. But it it definitely adds a nice little touch there. Um. um. I thought the enemies had a bit more variety than you did. Um, you know, just like I think that. Well, I mean, um, so here's the thing: like you're playing through level two. Yeah. Um, most of level two is just going to be the spiky hair guy, spiky hair black uh, black hair guy with the glasses or whatever. You know, like most of the enemies are that. Or you know, and once in a while you're going to have the guy throwing the dynamite out the window. Which is a cool thing, but also like the, I feel like the hit detection is slightly off on that. I, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, I do really love the. 
Oh, and you really like love the walking leg enemies though, and that looks like the all like on the same stage because like you know yeah. when you come up through the elevators, they're too they're too big to fit in the elevators, like it's like busted the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah, that was uh wasn't that a Battletoads enemy? Yes it is. Yeah. yeah. So they, they do a very good job of mixing in of mixing in uh, uh, like adding Battletoad and Devil Dragon enemies. Yes. They're just the, the enemies' attacks, though, don't vary enough, I think. I think it's the biggest problem right there. Yeah. Um, you know, the attacks are not varied enough for whatever reason. Um, well, again, I think it's because one of the drawbacks about uh, one, of the, one of the drawbacks about uh, one of the drawbacks about uh, about meshing two franchises to franchise together is that enemies, a lot of enemies, both games will attack the same way. Well, which I okay think this might have been more of like a because when, when did this come out for NES? Do you know? Ninety-three. Oh, it came out the same year for both platforms? No, 93 for NES, 94 for Super NES. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking, like, it, it might be a whole, like, port situation where they just, like, one-to-one, like, brought it over, maybe? Well, the main they didn't really is... change much, and, in, like, uh, yeah. maybe some of the downfalls on this game is due to limitations on the NES? Do you think that well, might actually... be a possibility? No, because the sprites, okay. the sprites, the sprites are actually the same size in both systems. Believe it or not, oh, yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this game, this game pushed the NES hard when it came out. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you looked, uh, looked, uh, looked at the NES version of the game. I actually but, played the NES version yeah. a while ago. Yeah, so I kind of remember. Pushed, yeah, this is yeah, this is definitely a very impressive, impressive late generation NES game. This game, this game, I think is better on the NES. Actually, is actually better on the NES. I think than it is on the Super NES because of that. Wow, big words. Yeah, really pushed. If you really push the NES hardware, the hardware, the, 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 the hardware really hard. Uh, the, the, the NES version of the game has has 3D scrolling. Um, it has some other. Uh, it, um, it has some. Um, it has some. Uh, it, it has some advanced special effects with some like players, players' enemies that are not commonly found like other like NES games. Um, the um, but yeah, the, and the sprites by NES standards are quite large. These sprites, these sprites of the, the players' enemies, are the same size as Super NES, like a Super NES, like an NES. The main difference is, within, like I said before, the Super NES version of the game, uh, like they upgraded the, like they upgraded the graphics, you know, the graphics and sound effects, like um, uh, I like the music. And we'll talk about the Super NES versus the version of NES differences. You know, later on, but uh, yeah, this game, this game really pushes the NES uh, like the flavor limbs, I think, because I was curious enough to play the NES version of the game when I found out uh, that that version was the original one. Uh, so I was like, like, play that one first, and yeah, it's um, um, the um, if you're curious about hearing more about the NES version of the game, um, uh, two dudes in NES uh, feature uh, cover this game in an episode like uh, like. Uh, the past episodes like about a year ago, so I definitely recommend going over uh, going over that podcast to hear uh, you hear them talk about this game. Yeah, I gotta listen to that. So, but uh, I also really love in this game how both like players and enemies can like you know do that you know hanging off the side effect like if you're, uh, I mean like the walls, uh, the walls and the railings and whatnot. Yes, that's yeah 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 that's a nice touch. So there's a lot of like so there's a lot of there's a lot of so there's a lot of like cute touches. There's, there's cute touches this game. There's a lot of like, the very nice graphical effects. Um, there's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of like, humor. You know, like I mean, like appropriately uh, appropriate Battletoad Battletoad esque humor in this game. But um, you know, but I love all that. But it just, but none of that stuff like really, none of that stuff really, really makes up for some of the short uh, of uh, like some shortcomings in gameplay. That, um, you know, what you were just talking about, unfortunately. Yeah. 
but you know, I don't think this is a bad game. Spoilers, but you know, I think that I think the fact that I, I don't know this game. This game shows it's a port. I think I, I don't think they did as much. It, well, that's what I'm saying because, like, I, th- I feel like some of the the negatives on this game is because it's a port from the NES, mm. and the NES has its limitations. Right. Um, and that's, even that's those games shame, like very very but advanced. It's still it's yeah. still a good game. Yeah. 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 Even those games very very advanced. It's like the NES. This game does not really push the Super NES to like its limits, obviously. And yeah. like you know. People, I, I don't think you know. I, I don't think there's a way to there's a way to win on this because back then compared to now, ports for games were handled very differently. You you, you, you could usually tell because of, because the processors and hardware were, were, were so different back then compared to now. There are usually huge differences between huge differences just like new ports, especially when you, um, especially when you port in a game from an eight bit system to a sixteen bit system. Yeah, so that's the and, weird thing when when a game gets ported now and it's crap on a certain platform. That kind of makes it look bad because back then everything was so different. Platforms, yeah. Yeah, it's so it was so different that if a game was ran great and it was basically the same as a different platform, like that was really good, and that happened quite a bit. And now look at today. I feel like people are just (laughs) maybe more lazy, or maybe they just worry about money too much now. Hmm. But you know, porting games, porting games like this back then. Was also kind of like a blessing and a curse situation because like people would have complained either way. I think I think that, you know you know I think people would have complained. It could, I would have complained if this wasn't a straight port because like you know like the game was so popular in the NES that the, uh, I mean, the, 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 you know people wanted to buy the Genesis and Super NES. Um, you know they wanted the same game, so I think that Rare probably compromised on the side of caution with this because I think that people would have been unhappy like either way they the way they went. So, did they make the right call? I, I don't know, but that's the argument. That's an argument for a different day. But I like how you backed off of my hot take on modern video games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, well, it's like I agree with you mostly on that. I just like you know, porting nowadays is easier, certainly, cer- uh, 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 certainly than it was back then. Uh-huh, so yeah. I think, but you know, because because you know, and the fact this game looks so similar and plays so similar to the NES game is very impressive. I think Rare certainly knew what they were doing. I mean, like, you know, Rare was definitely, like, a genius when it came to, like, you know, like, making, handling conversions, like, you know, and developing games for 8-bit, 16-bit, 16-bit games in this time period, because really, they were in their, they were in their stride, I think. I mean, like, you know, that's a whole different argument, but I think that Rare, Rare was best a company, I think, to, um, I think, um, I think, to, uh, I think, um, I think, during this time period. Because they came up with a lot of great games, just like these systems. Yeah. But, uh, so, um, yeah, I'm like, you know, um, you know, I do appreciate, um, so, yeah, so, uh, so as I was saying, like, you know, the graphical textures are very nice, uh, there's a lot of humor in here, a lot of, like, cool features, I don't, th- I don't think the features were exploited to, to the, uh, I, you know, to the full ability, unfortunately, but, um, but then none of that stuff, none of that stuff, unfortunately, overcomes, overcomes the weaknesses you're talking about, uh, there is some cheapness, there is some, like, you know, there is some, there is some dodgy division detection, uh, the AI, I think, is kind of, the AI definitely is not as good as it could be, um, and, you know, it all kind of comes together to, to make a very difficult game, um, 
just like you know, uh, just it's. I think this game is probably better two player versus like one player, but still two player. You have that uh, two player. You have that problem we talked about earlier, earlier, earlier with the with, with range design design decision of the weak player holding that strong player, um, unfortunately. But uh, um. So uh, there is a plot of this game. Um, you know, not much of a plot, but you know, like you. Know, even all beat-em-up games have plots of some kind. Um, this takes place in the canon after the uh, after the events of the Battle of the, the, the NES game, um, in which Dark Queen was defeated and fled to the um, you know fled to the galaxy, fled to the galaxy like a regroup. Um, one day, one day the tape, uh, uh, you know, one day the good guys pick up this massive ship called the Colossus, uh, coming to attack Earth. Uh, and you know, Dark Queen has apparently allied herself with Shadow Warriors uh, to take over to take over the Earth. So the like to turn the Toads called upon the Toads they call upon like Bill and Jimmy Lee to help them out. Um, and the, and most of the game play, and most of the game does take place like with the Colossus. And that's another that's another strength versus weakness of the game. I think the stage designs are cool in how they look, but they but I don't but I don't, but I don't think they differ enough from stage to stage. Uh, it depends games, because like yeah, there's one specific stage where there's a bunch of like conveyor belts or whatever, and there's that mm-hmm. and the Very whole grappling hook thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole grappling hook thing. And then the rest of the stages are like nothing like that, and yeah, you know. So, but but, but uh, so <laughs> it's funny because like there are some stages that are different, but not all of them are different enough. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, exactly that's weird. But uh, it was yeah. very interesting when the game turned into like an asteroids esque type of game. <laughs> You also had that one stage. Where is it? Where is stage two or stage three? We had that, like you know, uh, I mean, we had uh, we had like pod sequence. Uh, we had like you know, like race along the pods, the ships. Oh yeah, I think that was yeah. stage two. Stage um, two, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the the thing that they had in Battletoads for the NES, but they yep. made it easier. Yes. Yeah, thank God for that. Oh man, is <laughs> it, I think I only crashed into like one. No, 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 I didn't even crash into anything. I got kicked off once, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they made it way better. So yeah, you know, I appreciate that. So so yeah, Rare is obviously trying to mesh the to mesh to mesh the franchises together as best they could because there are because there are a lot of things that like that are like oh this is directly from Double Dragons or all this directly from Battletoads. But um, the engine of the game, I think, and I'm curious to hear your opinion on this, George. The engine of this game, I think, feels very Battletoadish to me. I think this game is probably more Battletoads than Double Dragons, as far as like yes. um, um, as far as the gameplay goes. It feels because- way more like Battletoads because you have that combo and then at the end of that combo you do a specific hit that makes an enemy fly away. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, I played as uh, uh, Jimmy or right. um, you know uh, yeah I played as Jimmy and uh, or I guess you could call him Bimmy. You know I played as Bimmy <laughs> um, and, and uh, it just it felt a little weird because he was doing, like, he would end combos with, like, an uppercut or, or like, a yeah. certain kick or something. And it's like, you know what? They might as well just enlarged his fist because this fight's just <laughs> like Battletoads. And I yes. think that's kind of a downfall because Battletoads is, like, combo, get that end of the combo where you do, like, a certain punch and your punch gets 
your fist gets bigger or your yeah. foot turns into a boot or whatever, you know, that type of deal. And then like move on to the next enemy where Double Dragon's kind of like you're getting swarmed by enemies and you need to kind of like fight them all at once. But, you know, fight them all at once so that you're not getting hit yourself because they're swarming you. Whereas like, you know, Battletoads is like one on one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. I no. I just think personally, about Toads, about Toads, about Toads is not as good of a fighting game as Double Dragon is. Right. I mean, no, I mean, not that. I mean, not that about Toad games are bad. I was just singing the praises like like with the arcade game earlier. But I think overall, as a better fighting engine, Double Dragon has it right. Um. Because I think Double Dragon did it first, and it, and 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 they just did it better. And so I think it's, so yeah, I think it's kind it, of a well, detriment. Double Dragon's more of a true beat 'em up because you know you're yeah, doing exactly, all that yeah. stuff. Whereas Battle right. Battletoads is weird. It's it's yes. it's like a like a couple of enemies come on the screen and you fight them one by one, and that's not that's not really how a beat 'em up works. You know, you kind of work on. Yeah multiple enemies at once to make sure you know you kind of micromanage enemies to make sure you're not getting hit but you're also dishing out enough damage and stuff like that and and you could tell it's not a double dragon game because the ai is is weird in this game Yes, it is. Yeah. So, uh, like, uh, like, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate the fact, I appreciate the fact that we were trying to mesh things together, and I think for the most part they succeeded. You know, I, and so I understand that Rare also needed to decide upon which franchise engine more to lean upon when making this game. I just think they chose, they chose wrong in picking up about toads like about toads, to like a dragon. Um, I don't know what the decision, why the design design decision like that was, but you know, I just think from for me personally, I just think that you know, that a game a game that felt more Double Dragon and uh, Double Dragon and playability might have might have fixed most of those weaknesses that we weaknesses of the game that we already talked about earlier. Yes. And also, I don't understand that strange that strange a uh, why they did that strange hybrid. Um, uh, system the top of the, of the screen with your gauges because the hearts are from Battletoads, but the boxes are, are the boxes like from Double Dragon. It's like why? Why do you guys do it that way? <laughs> well, the way it works is the hearts are your your lives, and the right. the blips are your health for that current yeah. life. Right, right, yeah. I realize that. I'm just saying, like you know, why pick why pick the way of showing it from showing it from both franchises? Why not? Uh, you know, when it, so when I just like pick one, just be consistent. Honestly, I think if this was a modern game, I think they would it would change this depending on what character you're playing as. That'd be cool. Yes, but yeah. I, I think having a combination of HUD elements because they're two different games, that's pretty cool. Mm, yeah, I just felt differently about it. I'm like, you know, going like, huh, that's weird. I didn't but... have a problem with it. Honestly, I looked at it and I was like, yep. This is, uh, well, I mean, uh, Battletoads doesn't, thinking about it now, doesn't Battletoads do the same thing? Isn't health represented by boxes and lives are represented by hearts? It's been a long time since I played the NES games. You may be right. I think I, that's, not, that's actually how they do it. That's not how I remember it, but you could be right. But because I know the Double Dragon games definitely use the... I, uh, I definitely use the boxes, um, you know, or, or more specifically, they use they use a um, uh, they use a um, oh, what do they call it? Like those, those little thin, those, those little thin like you know, health bars, um, or um, uh, 
they're more Double Dragon they're more... from the NES used like tall rectangles. Yes, yeah, yeah, those guys. And then but... I think uh I think Double Dragon 2 actually used boxes, didn't they? Yeah. They did, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a combination there. Yeah, so, I guess but... it's some kind of combination. Yeah. But uh yeah. So, but anyway, on that note, uh, this is a good uh, yeah, on that note, on that note, on that note, this is a good segue. Talk about graphics. Uh, the graphics look very good. Um, you know, it's very. Oh yeah. You know, this is, yeah, this is a very. You know, this is a very pretty looking Super NES game, but uh, not the most graphically enhanced game on the system. But but considering support, um, I think the gra- um, you know, I think these graphics look very good. Uh, are very good. Um, you know, like you know, like a lot of color choices. You know, bright color, sharp detail to, to background objects. Um, uh, the player sprites look very good. Um, you know, the, like you know, like double, you know, like they look like they're 16-bit counterparts because, of course, yeah. there are there there are there are there are there are there are other 16 16-bit Battletoad and Double Dragon games. So they just kind of borrow, borrow those characters over, like in those games. But um, I wish the sprites were a bit bigger. Um, I think the fact that um, you know, I think the fact that, that, that I think the fact that they poured this like the NES game shows 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 here a limitation because I kind of um, you know I wish the sprites were just, so I wish the player sprites were just like wee bit bigger. Um, but yeah, the enemies the enemies look pretty good. Uh, the bosses are, the bosses are bigger than you like they should be. I think I um, you know I you know I like you know, I think it's very impressive. But uh, yeah, for midlife for for midlife Super NES game that was a port, uh, I, I think the graphics look very good. Yes, I agree. So, um, yeah, yeah, very nice graphics. Uh, the graphical touches that we were talking about earlier, uh, uh, with like you know the double dragon characters and the battle characters do like distinctive moves and whatnot, very nice. You know, like on uh, very well done. So there's definitely so there's definitely the, so uh, I mean I mean you recognize you recognize all the enemies in this game. You, you definitely can say, hey, that's so and so from this game, so so or so and so from that game. So like so so yeah, like no real no real problems with the game. Um, I saw a tiny tiny bit of slowdown in some areas, but in some areas, um, you know, um, but it's, but it only happened a couple stages with a couple stages with a lot of action going on. So. Um, yeah, not that bad. I honestly cannot think of times where I've seen slowdown. I it might just be me, but it was very very minor. I, 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 I mean, it wasn't like a big deal. Oh, are you counting frames now? Are you one of those guys, Greg? No, I'm not counting frames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was fifty nine point nine frames unplayable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just saying that we're. I'm just saying there did seem to be a couple stages, particularly. Uh, Stages, particularly, particularly when there was a lot of background action going on, plus a lot of enemies on screen, where lag seemed to come up a little bit. And I don't know if that was an emulator issue or what, but it, but it, but it wasn't the whole game. It was just a couple of areas. And considering you know, and you, you know, considering how much was on screen at once, it, um, you know, I just chalked it up to be like a game limitation. But you know, it's definitely not a deal breaker. Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. I know you're looking for those sixty frames. <laughs> this is not the, yeah, this, yeah. This is not sixty frames anyway. Uh, in probably, the like, emulator, it is, isn't it? I didn't look in the emulator. <laughs> I don't know. I don't count frames like you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, the music in this game is also very good. I thought, um, like you know, David Wise. Like I said, it was a very good. Uh, I, I was very good. It was a very good composer from Rare. This just simply, you know, this, you know, this, you know, this just simply a sixty-bit, sixty-bit upscale version of music. The music like the original NES version of the game, but um, yeah, very good music. Um, has a has more of a Double Dragon feel to it, I think. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thinking about, I mean, thinking some, about it now, yes, you're right. I mean, there are some backdoor. Uh, I mean, there's definitely some backdoor elements to it. I think, I think, I, I think there's more backdoor sound effects in this game than there are backdoor uh, double dragon sound effects. But uh, the music overall, I'd say, has more of a double, uh, a double dragon, yeah, double dragonish feel to it. <laughs> So, you know what? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like the uh, what's his what's his name the Al guy. I didn't like him crap talking you after every boss oh, you beat. Oh yeah, even yeah. I could beat a Bobo. It's like, well, yeah. then why don't you do this? <laughs> why don't you fight? Why are you crap talking me? Get out of my head! Stop speaking to me. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be support. He's not very. He's support. He's, 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 yeah, he's not being like very supportive. No, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so I wouldn't call this a great soundtrack, but it's a very, very good soundtrack. It's very appropriate for beat 'em up. Yeah. I don't know. You tell me, Greg. Isn't it playing in the <laughs> background right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, definitely not. So, oh, but okay. uh, But yeah, speaking about speaking about graphics versus sound effects there were some very there were some very noticeable differences between the Super Nintendo Genesis versions Super Nintendo Genesis versions of like this game which is curious that the Super Nintendo Genesis versions have so many, so many differences when the, when the Super Nintendo versions didn't but uh, um, uh, most most of the differences are typical or typical Super Nintendo versus Genesis differences I think uh, the, the Genesis version like runs faster because the uh, faster for example because the Genesis has a better process well faster processor on uh, the Super NES does so as a result uh, as, as a result the Genesis version like runs it runs more smoothly um, yeah but doesn't it just sound like a pile of farts in that game well the Super NES version definitely has better graphics and better sound but the Genesis version also the, 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 the Genesis version also uh, offsets that by having uh, by, by having uh, by, having more, by having more music tracks available the, the, uh, the, there's more music there's, mu- there's more music available in the Genesis version of the game than there uh, than there's Super NES one I wonder how that game runs it runs very smooth. Uh, I looked at it. How many frames um, I, is it, Greg? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but Genesis Genesis games will usually run faster than Super NES game, just because of the fact that Genesis has a better pro- uh, 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 has a faster processor. You know, just. Um, I would like to take uh, a look at that uh, that version. Just, 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 the Genesis version of the game also the Genesis version of the game also has blood in it because they don't have to worry about sensors. Oh, maybe I should play yeah. this version. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> There's lots more comical reactions like the characters, like the characters and defeated enemies in Genesis, Genesis version. They even more so than Super NES version. Oh man, that sounds like the version to play. Um, I mean, I no, like the said- SNES version's the best because it's obvious because it's the SNES, duh. Well, I only well I only played the NES Super NES version of this game. I only, I only looked at the uh, so I only looked at Genesis and the the, 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 Genesis, the Genesis Genesis Game Boy version of the game. So um, I would say right now I think I think the NES version of the game is probably the best only because the what? NES version 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 pushes the hardware the hardware the hardware the best and also because the NES version of the game is the original version of the game. So All right. um, but the Genesis version of the game I think probably 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 is probably is a, probably, the Genesis version of the game probably is a bit better than the Super NES version of the game. Are you saying this on the SNES podcast? I said it before, like other games, so why not? But I'm just kidding. The 16-bit wars are like way over with, so we can be so we can be with like free speaker online. Yeah, it's all about the frames. How many frames is it, Greg? <laughs> um, I think it depends upon um, you know, I, I think we um I think I think which version of the game you play depends upon more depends upon more uh what you care about. If you care about like a better graphics Better graphics, better music. The Super Nintendo version of the game uh, are the way to go. If 
keep the character about it being uh, being faster, more smoother, like having like you know blood in it. The Genesis version of the game is probably going to be your uh, dice. I I feel like maybe maybe not at this point, but at some point, having blood in a game was a deciding factor over which version. Uh, it well, it, well, it's certainly kind of Mortal Kombat. Um, oh yeah. But, you know, even though I think Super Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat probably plays better on the Super Nintendo than uh, the Genesis, but... Yeah, but how about the know, NES version? There was no NES version. At least not in North America. There, I, I have seen... I have seen... An, um, this is off-topic topic here for, for, like, for like a second, but I have seen... I have seen a, a Brazilian pirate hack uh, of Mortal Kombat, like, on the NES. Yes. They did that with a bunch of, like, you know, Super NES and Genesis games. So, it actually looked pretty good. <laughs> I do, I do not know that version is blood, though. <laughs> I don't remember this. I don't know. Yeah, so... But, uh... So, yeah, the Super Nintendo version of this game rated, rated very well when it came out. Uh, just like the Are version you okay the game over did. there? Um, yeah, sorry, why? You just having a, a gas attack? <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> gas attack playing this game. Oh wow! You saying this game is bloated? Ah! <laughs> Did you need a gastric say... bypass after playing this game? Did you no, not digest I... it well? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't say bloated per se, but I would say this game. I think this game. I think this game kind of tried to emphasize some of the some of the bells whistles a bit too much, like the detriment of the core gameplay. Yeah, I kind of feel like this game's a little more flashy than. Uh, I, I feel like it, more effort was put into it being like flashier than how gameplay was. Is that just me? No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, so um, some of these, some of these, uh, some of these, uh, some of these, the video game list that this game has made over the years, though, it has been, I um, um, you. you uh, um, is pretty like pretty funny. Uh, for example, like for example, recent years, UGO uh, Networks uh, rated this like rated this game in the top eleven, uh, top eleven list list of list of best video game crossovers. Um, whereas like for the Games Radar uh, puts it in the list of 15, uh, 15, uh, 15 most like most bizarre crossovers in gaming, and I would definitely agree on both those counts. What is the weirdest? I didn't look at the list. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, dang it, Greg. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think they had the rank in order. They just said these fifteen are just the the, the, you know, the weirdest, the, the, the weirdest crossovers. Because because it's like that usually don't rank uh, per se. But since you asked, I'll look. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, why do that? Why don't you talk about your like final impressions of this game? This game is brutal. I only beat it because I was a cheater and I use Game Genie. Uh, and Game Genie is really good because it helps a lot. And <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you lose to a Bobo because you can still beat a Bobo because you can stick in his face that you have unlimited lives. Um, <laughs> this game just... If it wasn't as difficult with its cheapness and, and everything, this game would be like really, really good. But it just, it falls short on a few things. It Sure, it looks good. It sounds good. It's got some nice touches, but it, the gameplay is kind of, 
it's kind of too simple for a beat-em-up. And, you know, a beat-em-up is kind of simple in a way, but this is too simple for a beat-em-up, and it just... I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. Um, I mean, I did kind of... I, I kind of enjoyed the time that I spent, like, playing through this game with my unlimited lives, and it was nice to see the whole Asteroids-esque type of, like, level, and then there was, like, kind of like a, a shooter-type level and yeah, stuff yeah. like that that was cool to see but like the cool stuff is more at the end and that's a shame because you know there's like a part where you're on a rocket you're on a rocket that's blasting <laughs> to earth to like destroy it or whatever and you're trying to stop it and you're fighting all these guys like that is awesome like that is yes. something that should be in a movie if it's not and then <laughs> the gameplay just kind of makes it feel eh and, and that's a shame, but uh, the guys throwing dynamite out the window is kind of funny. <laughs> it's a good game, but it's just... I don't know. It's it's kind of rough in a few places. Yeah, I agree with you almost like almost 100% like in all that. Um, this is a fine, this is a fine beat-em-up game. Uh, anybody who's a fan of beat-em-up games should definitely play, play, uh, should definitely, like, play this game uh, in, in one version or another. Um, anybody, especially if you're a fan of the Double Dragon or, or, or about the Double Dragon or, or Battle franchise, for sure, you should play this. Um, if you're not a beat-em-up fan, though, I don't think the... I don't, I don't think the eye candy and comical effects and, and the small touches, the small touches that Rare put in here is good enough to be able to warn your interest. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, because, uh, be, because this game is tough for beat 'em up game. It's not the, uh, you know, this is no pushover. So I think this game is good to play your beat 'em up fan, but I think Rare was going in the right direction with a whole bunch of like you know small touches and like you know fine t- uh, and fine uh, and fine gameplay and whatnot. They just didn't go far enough, far enough like in that direction. I think. Um, and part that, and some of that, and some of that, I think, I, I think the biggest reason for that, the, the, the biggest, biggest reason for that, is like because the game supports. Um, you know, they probably they pushed the NES, they pushed the NES about as hard as they could with this game originally, and like you know, they could have easily attacked on more stuff on the Super Nintendo Genesis because that system, because systems could handle it. But because it was pretty much straight poured over, straight poured over like the NES, it has the same advantages, limitations that the NES version of the game has, and therefore that's what I said before. I think the NES version of the game is better than the Super NES version of the game. <laughs> Only because of that reason, uh, because of the fact that you know that they did more with the hardware that this game that, 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 that this game flight really came out on. Mm. And uh, to answer your question, yeah, I was right. This uh, this crossover list does not you know does not rank the games okay. like in the uh, object order. But you know there are some there are some there are some very interesting there are some there are some like interesting games on here though. That's the flight for sure. What, so. what, what are some of them? Um, Kingdom Hearts, like it's on here. Uh, okay, all right, I guess. Mario and Sonic, the, uh, uh, Sonic the Olympic Games. Only because uh, they used to be, only yeah. because the two companies used to be ri- rivals. Right. Other than that, yeah. like I guess it's odd. It's an odd. Uh, it's an odd thing to do. But yeah. other other than that, eh. Uh, X Men vs Street Fighter. That's a long running franchise. Yeah, that's yes. That is that is a weird crossover. Uh, I didn't even know about this one. Prof- uh, Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I've seen that before. Yeah, that I is did not pretty know odd. about that one at all. So yeah, it is. It's it's pretty odd. Uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Yep, there was that one game, and yeah, and they weren't allowed to have fatalities be ultra violent, which was kind of crappy. This one. 
Wario, yeah, Wario Blast, like Beach and Bomberman. What? I've never even yes. heard of that. Yeah, Game Boy game. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. Pokemon Conquest. <laughs> yeah, but what is that? What is the crossover there? Pokemon Dynasty Warriors. Wait, what? Yes, I'm dead serious. What? When? <laughs> when was this? Uh, let me let me let me review in a different cat. Why don't I have you. this game? Why am I not playing it right now? Uh, what's wait, wait, this is 2012? What system did this come out on? Doesn't it doesn't say on here? I want to say. I need to look this game up right now. Oh, DS, like it's a DS game. What? Yep, Pokemon traveled and traveled ancient Japan to meet up with Warlord on the battlefield. A great tactical RPG with a pocket monster twist. This doesn't look like Dynasty Warriors. Well, it's well, it's not made by Koai. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> this looks more like uh, Fire Emblem. You lied to me, Greg. I just said it was a crossover. I didn't say how good the game was. You lied to me. <laughs> well, they like it. They gave it like four out of five stars. So it, This looks interesting, though. Hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. but uh, Is that yeah, Nobunaga? So, <laughs> what? Is that Nobunaga? I think it is, yeah. I think Nobunaga's in this game. What? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. All right. I might be sold on it anyway. So yeah, curiously enough, uh, RoboCop versus Terminator did not, you know, did not make this list. But that's I don't feel like, like you know. that's weird. I feel like that actually kind of makes sense. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to cover that game pretty soon. Oh okay. So I'm curious to play it. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen gameplay of it. I have too. Like, uh, like you play as RoboCop only in that game. Uh, it's a fighting Terminator, but I mean, um, I mean, thinking about it, like if they made a movie and it was good, if, if it was good. And there was a crossover between the two. Wouldn't that be an awesome movie and not and not feel weird at all? Yeah, that would be a good movie, I think. Yeah, like, you know, it could be like a Terminator that's actually trying to, like, you know, kill somebody and not protect somebody. Not like a reprogrammed Terminator. Or right, like yeah. a uh, Like a Hitman Terminator, you know? And Robo- the movie, basically. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. RoboCop has yeah. to, to yeah. stop them. But, you know, they're both powerful machines. What one's formed like a human, and one is partly a human, and well, they need to well, fight. Well, another game is based off the. Uh, well, another game is based off the comics. There was a comic line uh, featuring those two characters. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I don't uh, know anything about comics. Good. Let's yeah. let's put that on the table right here. <laughs> I don't know things about comics. Superman <laughs> is that the guy whose parents died and then he turned into a bad or? Is, is Spider-Man the guy that has the claws in his fists? I'm just playing dumb now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, overall. So, overall, I think. Um, so, I, I, so, overall, I think you and I are on the same page with this game. Yeah. It's good, but not great. It's flawed. But um, I don't think the flaws. The, the flaws the flaws are worth putting up with like you're a beat em up fan um but otherwise you know um you really but you have to be, yeah, to, but you have to be either a fan of beat em up games or 
uh, or a huge fan of either one of these franchises to really like this game, I think, because uh, because the, the the nice touches in this game certainly give it some gameplay value, and it is a tough game, so like playing it like for a while, but um, there's just not it's just not. Yeah, it's unfortunately, it's unfortunately, it's unfortunately a great case of the game that I think is pushed good, but not as far as it, yeah, but not, um, but not, um, uh, but, but not as far as it could go. I mean, it's a good, it, it was a good but not great game. I think, I, I um, you know, I, 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 I think this game had it been a port, but it had, had an originally designed game with 16 bits, um, you know, um, I think it would have turned out better. Yeah. Uh, there is a code in this game, though, to give you both level select and extra lives. Did you know about this? Uh, I don't need extra lives because I have Game Genie and I have unlimited <laughs> lives, Greg. Well, it also lets you like, you know, like uh, select your stage, too, so it's good for that. Um, but I can do that with uh, Game Genie, Greg. <laughs> I don't think you understand the power of Game Genie. Well, if anybody else wants to use this code, uh, it's a pretty simple code on the character select screen to push up, down, down, up, X, B, Y, A. And that will give you the menu to be able to access this, what age you want to play on, and how many lives you want. Hmm. So, eBay. This game did not get a... So, this game did not get a huge... So this game did not get a huge print run. Uh, combined with the fact that this game is pretty popular, because like I said, um, you know, reviewed very well. You know, most... Uh, most scores in this game are like in the 80s, um, as far as the overall uh, score goes. So the combination of those two factors uh, makes this a pretty pricey game, as far as Super NES games go. Um, not outrageous, but definitely more. But definitely, but definitely, but definitely, if you want CIB, be prepared to pay for it. Um, 57 copies currently on eBay. 87 copies that recently sold. Currently pricing, and unfortunately, this game's never been available uh, available again. It's not available in any of the virtual uh, virtual uh, virtual consoles or any other collections or whatnot. So, unless you want to emulate it, the only uh, emulate the only way you can play it, like I said, buying a, a cart. A cart only at the game can range anywhere from like twenty from from twenty to fifty dollars. I'd say thirty dollars is my maximum on this. Yeah, twenty bucks I think is like worthwhile. I think yeah. like, if you get the game twenty bucks, it, it's not bad. Uh, for the for collectors out there, CIB will cost you a pretty penny. CIB copies sold anywhere from eighty eight eighty dollars fifty cents to one hundred three dollars and fifty cents. So definitely a lot more pricier for CIB. And there was even a sealed copies game that recently sold for two hundred twenty nine dollars. No, thank you. <laughs> Honestly, this game, like if you have a game genie, um. Honestly, this game is a cool game to just hang out and play with a friend and probably just mm-hmm. drink a few beers or something and just hang out. I think that's what this kind of game is. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Game Genie would certainly overcome the, the, the problem, overcome the inherent flaw that yeah. this two-player game has in it. So, um, yeah, I think this game, play, like most games, I'm sure this game is more fun two-player. So... I mean, I had fun playing a single player, but I'm just saying, like, 99% of the time, most games, most games are better, like, I um, mean, you know, like, a multiplayer format. So I'm sure there's games, like, no exception to that Unless role. it's Mario Party. Yeah. Then you don't have them. any friends after that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I uh, Mario Kart caused more, caused, more, caused more fights to break out for me as a kid, at least. Honestly, but... I don't understand the whole thing, because it's like... Because, <laughs> like, oh, I hit you with the blue shots. Like, oh, I hate you so much. I was about to win. But, like, at the end of the day, like, it's just a game. And it's just like, yeah, you did that to me. Like, 
you're you're a mean boy, but like after that, it's just like, dude, why should we fight over a video game like this? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you very much for recommending this game, George, because this game I've always had knew about, um, had known about it, had known about, um, you know, we never actually played it for one reason or another, which is strange, because I said I am, a, you know, I am a huge fan of the Devil Dragon franchise, and I enjoy beating them up quite a lot, I, I, I just never, I, um, I, I just never got around to the game, yeah. so, um, yeah, it was fun, um, you know, um, so, uh, next time on the podcast, we're looking at, uh, uh, um, we're looking at, we're looking at, we're looking at another game, that's inspired from uh, 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 inspired by older by older classic games that I've always been curious about and never actually played. Um, and you know, I've heard some bad things about this game. I'm curious to see if those. Uh, I'm curious to see if like, I'm curious to see if those like those reviews are accurate or or, or those, people, those people that nostalgia like blind them because I'm kind of curious to see how the game plays actually myself. Uh, we're gonna be looking at the Super NES version. Obviously, obviously, Super NES version. Duh, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, I say that I say that because this game is very different. Again, like this game, this game came out on numerous platforms and has some significant differences between the platforms. But so uh, we're going to be looking at Pitfall: The Mind Adventure, which is kind of a spiritual sequel to the classic Pitfall games, slaying the Tartarus hundreds. Woo! And it's platformer, George. I'm just warning you now. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, so, but uh, but no, it definitely has pitfall, has pitfall like elements to it. I mean, of course, uh, pitfall is going to be a platform. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have played pitfall before, right? The original, yeah. Yes. Uh, you um, have you played pitfall? pitfall two? No. Yeah, it's a better game, I think. Check it out. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely a classic. So, um. Anyway, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, feedback for the games, whatnot, uh, please feel free to let us know. Uh, you can reach us on our Facebook page. We're getting close to thousand likes, so thank you very much for everybody out there for supporting us. Um, you can also email me directly if you want to at podcast at yahoo.com. Um, this, the episode coming up next, Pitfall Mind Adventure, is going to be our last episode. Uh, last episode. Uh, uh, last episode uh, of the SNES podcast. We are done after that. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> it was a great run, but you know we just had to shut down the podcast because we have more important podcasts to do. Uh, oh wait, last podcast of the year. Yes. Oh, I wish you told me right. this before, Greg. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, both of us, yeah, both of us, are, both of us are probably gonna be busy during the holiday week. So, so like we decided, just, like we decided just to make, just to, just to get one more episode, uh, uh, one more episode out, and then just like take a couple weeks off. So, yeah. like most of the podcasts out there are doing, it's like, uh, so, so we're, so we're in good company with that. Uh, as opposed yeah. to bad company, yeah. I cannot deny. Lots of, yeah, lots of, <laughs> yeah, lots of bad company out there for sure. So. <laughs> But they are. So, uh, George, if the listeners are if the listeners are inclined, how can they reach you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, I guess. The Twitter bots, the Twitter doodles. What did I call it before? I called it something, but I don't. Probably not on this podcast, but I called it something before. The the Twitter the Twitter me don'ts. Um, you can find me on there, at Mr. Chief. That is at M I S T U R C H E E F. And I do other podcasts. Uh, Greg and I do PlayStation Power. Uh, Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Um, where that is not family friendly. And I also do Master System Masterpieces. 
I actually need to figure out what I'm going to do for that podcast. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Well, I'm looking for game suggestions. I have several. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, we can talk about this later. <laughs> yes, there are episodes. Yes, yes, there are games. There are games on there. I'm definitely, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely would like to uh, come on the podcast with you for. So, but again, we can talk about that later on. No, we already covered Fantasy Star. I'm talking about games like Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they, uh, we should probably end this podcast now. Yes, we should. Uh, please check us out on, like, on iTunes. Uh, I very much appreciate the like, review on there. Um, you can also find us on Libsyn, and uh, um, uh, uh, as well as your as well as well your usual favorite favorite favorite, favorite podcasting pod catching uh, sites and services. We are a proud member of both a proud member of both Virtual Junkies and Throwback Networks, where you can find a whole bunch of other great virtual uh, virtual themed podcasts. And if you're doing and both and, and, um, and both and, and both websites for the podcast networks have affiliate affiliate links for Amazon. If you're doing Christmas shopping, uh, uh, go there first and then click on their link, and and they'll get a small kickback from Amazon, like anything you buy on there. So help support, help so help, like help support these uh, these great virtual theming uh, podcasts. Help bring you many great podcasts. Such as, such as this one. I think it's about it. George, do you have anything else to say? Uh, goodbye. That works. Take care, all. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep power.